you do it. Can't let you break my record. Simpsons last night as they are parodying Gunsmoke, whose record they broke for the longest-running scripted television show last night with their 636th episode. The Simpsons now has all the records you can have for a show like that. The Simpsons, that's a cartoon, isn't it? It is a cartoon. Its first episode debuted in 1989. That doesn't even include the stuff on the uh, Tracy Ullman show. 1989, that is unbelievable. Yep. And a lot of the same people still involved. Now, Hank Azaria has said that he may stop doing Apu, the Indian gentleman who runs the Quickie Mart. Thank you. Come again. Thank you. Don't come again. As people have decided that it's a uh, an unfortunate stereotype and is hurting people's feelings. and uh, Or is yeah. it a fortunate stereotype? It's, it's, it's not surprising because a lot of attitudes about a lot of things have changed since 1989. Yep. I believe Hank Azaria <laughs> will still do somewhere around the other 90 voices he yeah. does on the show as he's one of the most talented voice actors to ever do it. Yeah, he said he's happy to do whatever. If they decide it's got to go away, then they'll do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The idea that you can't do an accent while simultaneously you have an incredibly diverse country with immigrants from all over who have interesting accents. And Apu is a sympathetic character. Everybody likes Apu. Yeah, he has eight kids, right? He had octuplets. Right, exactly. And struggles to raise them. Uh My God, it's a story of courage. Uh Um, A Snickers bar is not the sprinkle. (laughs) How much is your penny? How much is your penny candy? 75 cents. <laughs> so I, I, they I quoted uh, Krusty the Clown, who had once boasted about how his TV show had uh, buried the competition over the years. I've had plenty of guys come after me, and I've buried them all. Hobos, sea captains, Joey Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that show is so dang funny. And whenever I jo- uh, watch it, I used to watch I watched it every Sunday for like a two decades. Sure, religiously, yeah. But uh, anytime I join join in with it, because I record it still, it's uh, it's always funny. So yeah. one of my favorite Simpsons kind of did you know sort of things was Krusty the Clown was not originally his own character. Hey, hey! That was a way that Homer would dress up as Krusty as the only way that he would be able to communicate to his kids. Uh-huh. And if you notice, like if you look at their body models, they're almost oh, yeah. identical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in terms of, yeah, so Krusty Clearly. was originally just a another was a an alternate identity of of Homer. So it's the longest running script to television now. Um... And it'll be on for at least two more seasons because uh, they've got the contracts in place. So we'll see what happens. You got any fascinating behind-the-scenes knowledge of Mo? <laughs> Mo Sislak. <laughs> He's a lonely man, Mo. Oh, oh Mo. God dang it. Mo makes me sad. <laughs> Apu's fine. Hell, I've had plenty of Indian friends. Apu's fine. Mo freaks me out though. He's so miserable. I don't know. Also, voice Why don't you like me. Nobody likes me. <laughs> Also, Hank Azaria. Yeah. Mo. Sure. Um, some Wall Street news with something else that's popular. McDonald's. The world's biggest burger chain is beating Wall Street expectations. Better than ever expected first quarter earnings. Remember, we'd heard McDonald's was on the skids a while back. Yeah. All the stories were, oh, they're in trouble. Sure. They have revamped practically everything. I don't know if you've been into a McDonald's recently, but it, it doesn't even look like the McDonald's that you used to go to. I walked by an airport McDonald's yesterday and remarked to myself, look at all those people deciding to eat at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. There are 10 restaurants that I can see with my eyeballs right here. 
Lots oh, yeah. of people oh, yeah. don't the give me the food desert crap of why we eat stuff. The best example that I've, I've I think it's the Denver airport. But anyway, there's one of your big airports where it's got one of those uh, like super healthy. Everything's a salad place right next to the McDonald's. Right. And that one is a ghost town. Tumbleweeds be, blowing be, through. Be, Anybody want a tumbleweed salad? One person ordering and people waiting in line. People who are hungry, willing to wait 15 minutes before they even get up to order rather than eat the healthy stuff. Yeah. And, and it's all right there. It's not a food desert. Nah, it's not it's more convenient. Over and over it's not again. more convenient because it's on their way home. It's none of those things. People like the yummy crap better. Anyway, so why is McDonald's doing better? Um, dollar menu items on the rise, they said, but it's uh, mostly noted their customers gobbled up the higher cost gourmet burgers that cost more, so they're spending more money. Wow. I had the gourmet burger. Eh, it was all right. I've gone back to my usual two cheeseburgers, no onions when I order McDonald's. I'm trying to remember the last time I had McDonald's. Well, I've I've had. I can like tell you mine. Thursday. Fe, thank you, Santa Fe <laughs> chicken something or other. Like a couple of years ago. I stopped once it, a week. Because I'm better than you. Once a week. Wow. At least. Wow. Mm. Way to support an American icon, Jack. You're a real patriot. I'm doing what I can. I'm sorry, your artery. Yeah, doing what I can. <laughs> Credit what's, really. What's goes wrong with a hamburger? Perfectly all right. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Mm. What time is it? Yeah, we got a little more time. Uh, so, yeah, I'm reading this uh, piece by uh, Margaret Sullivan in the WAPO about the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I liked her headline, For the Sake of Journalism, Stop the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I'm looking at a picture of it, and I just, I don't know. I, I Remember when I used to pitch that everybody ought to be required to go to Washington, D.C. once in their life for a week? Number one, you'll have a hell of a good time. There are some amazing museums. Go see all the monuments. Look at the found the actual founding documents. Remind yourself of why this country was founded and on what principles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then while you're there, appreciate a chunk of the practically incomprehensible size of the federal government, how vast it is, and then drive out of town to the richest cities, the richest zip codes in America, which ring Washington, D.C., as everybody's getting crazy rich off of your tax dollars. Um, and I look at this picture of the Washington Correspondence Dinner, and it's such a beautiful just summation of the whole thing. Just they're smiling, and the wine on the table, and they're pretty, and they're journalists, and the clinking glasses, and there's the speaker up on the jumbotron, and it's a beautiful room, and the rest of it, and I just... God, it's so like the Capitol in the Hunger Games. Yeah, in my required visit to D.C., you're required to watch the Hunger Games on the flight to D.C. There are a lot of requirements. <laughs> Why would anybody sign up for this vacation? You're not. You don't sign up. It's required. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's like military service in Israel. A week's vacation to D.C. Anyway, oh, back to her, her article. She says, it's never been a particularly good idea for journalists to don their fanciest clothes and cozy up to the people they cover alongside Hollywood celebrities who ventured to Washington, wonky Washington, to join the fun. And in the current era, it's become close to suicidal for the press's credibility. Trust in the mainstream media is low. A new populism has caught fire all over the Western world. 
President Trump constantly pounds the new me- news media as a bunch of out-of-touch elites, et cetera, et cetera, who don't represent real because Americans. Because they are out-of-touch elites, there's no denying that. Who don't represent the interests of real Americans. There's, there's no denying that. There's no way you can possibly make an argument that that's not true. Well, she, apparently, because she has to continue to live and work and make money in the swamp, says the annual dinner, or at least the optics of the dinner, seem to back him up. Seem to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. She talks about Trump's speech, which I thought was uh, really As good. As I've said before, if you told a Washington Post reporter, somebody who works for CBS News, whatever, they live in Washington, D.C., we've now reassigned you to Amarillo. You're going to spend the next five, year, five years working in Amarillo. They'd quit their job rather yeah. than do that. They would see it as a fate worse than death. Mm-hmm. That's how, I mean, you're, I'd say you're out of touch with the rest of America when you would quit your job rather than live in the rest of America. And I guarantee you that's true. Yep. So the annual dinner is meant to recognize excellence in reporting and raise money for scholarships. Did anybody know that? Yeah, they always throw that in, usually after the president does his routine. They get into the scholarships, who won what, and I was like, why are you televising this? Nobody cares. Right. Um, But this event sure doesn't look like truth to power. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, and, and its defenders say it's okay to have one night to enjoy a break from the supposedly adversarial relationship with government and press. We know these people. We get together and have That's dinner. That's not but, what it looks like at all. Yeah, but, well, no, it's not what it looks like. And not only that, but it's just so unself-aware, I think, to have let it get to what it is, which is a, a Washington version of the Oscars. Um, the New York Times, to their credit, for year, years ago decided they weren't sending people. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And they weren't going to participate because of those oh, reasons. They yeah. thought it didn't look right. Good. Well, you know, listen, and I'm too serious about everything, but governments not only bilk populations of their hard-earned money, but bad governance kills tens of millions of people, you know, through the decades, through the centuries. I mean, tens of millions, it tortures people regularly there are plenty of people being tortured on earth it enslaves people etc the the free press is not is not like you know just one side of the guest list for a a, a giant glitzy ball where all the rich powerful people go it's a hell of a lot more important than that and you ought to act like it but, you know. one of the jokes from the speaker who's getting uh, beaten up so much It's kind of crazy that the Trump campaign was in contact with Russia when the Hillary campaign wasn't even in contact with Michigan. It's a direct flight. It's so close. (laughs) That's good commentary. That is a good shot. I didn't think she did such a terrible job. Her her delivery's weird, though. I can't even hear her jokes. Get a voice coach, darling. (laughs) Darling. I like it when you drop that. Um... You sound like a hormonal teenager. The NFL is going to have its first one-handed player. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Wow. Suppose we should talk about that. You should all talk about it since you know it and I don't. Nah, I don't know. It's pretty pretty good, I guess. But you give me a one-legged guy, then I'm impressed. Or a guy with no head. Now that'd be something. Huh? No, yours was too much. Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
unbelievable Me Too rumor swirling out there is Charlie Rose is pitching a talk show in which he would interview high-profile men enveloped in Me Too scandals. I believe the working title is To Catch Up With a Predator. <laughs> Subtle. That's funny. Um, you see, I like the idea, but everybody groans but me, so... It's it's uh, it's uh, well terrible, terrible. You don't want to hear them explain what they were thinking or how they got that way. I do, I, I do, I get the appeal. It just it can't happen. <laughs> yeah, they can't make a cent off of it. Well, yeah, no, 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 no. They it. can't make any money off. But it's like Geraldo interviewing Charlie Manson. It's a chance to. That's like Charlie Manson interviewing Charlie Manson, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's like true. Richard Speck, you know, or, or, or the currently caught yeah, monster. Y- you're right. Why Charlie Rose would be the guy is yeah, a little... That, like, that's the, the problem. Yeah, they're not bristling at these guys, like, the interviews with these people. They're bristling at one of them doing it. Yeah, Quote, unquote, one of them, like he's a Harvey Weinstein, but... Kim Jong-un is going to interview, like, whoever's... Uh, uh, Assad. Going to interview Assad about, when you torture dissidents, do you enjoy it? I mean... Uh, I'd sure watch, though. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yes, I would too. I've got more about the incel community. That's the involuntary celibate weirdos who uh, have been uh, responsible for a couple of mass killings, it would seem. It's not a community, and you you are your problem. You are your only problem. Weirdos. Among the most dangerous jobs... In the state of California. Just came across these statistics. And they have it by rate. The rate of deaths per 100,000. Okay. And they they go with a four-year period. And, you know, if I'm going to get snuffed, uh, it's probably not going to be this year, but it'll probably be, you know, four-year period. The number one death rate is loggers. Bloggers perennially the most dangerous job, you know, around. Tree falls on you? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just, they're unpredictable. I almost crushed my house once. Still don't know quite how it happened, but the tree was clearly going to go this way, and it went that way instead. Luckily, I had a very, very sturdy, burly neighbor who could hold the rope while I ran to get help. So, well, if people if people who do it for a living can't get it right enough to keep from dying... The uh, the amateur has little hope. So in that four years, there were only 15 logging deaths in California. But there are only 1,810 loggers working in California. Wow, that's so a manly job, man. You th- want grip strength? Oh, please. Data logger. Yeah. Um, that's a death rate of one hundred and almost 166 per 100,000. Dying. You know what that means, right? 100,000 loggers, 166 are going to die in any four-year period. That's crazy. Aircraft pilots is the number two rate. But that's not big commercial pilots. It's small plane pilots and uh, little commuter lines or whatever. Or, you know, um, But it is pros. 30 have died in the last four years. And that's 46.5 per 100,000. Uh, I can keep going. Truck drivers, the third most dangerous by rate. And as you might imagine, there are a hellacious number of truck drivers, so that's one of the bigger total figures. Um, Gonorrhea from lot lizards? uh, (laughs) They don't break it down by cause, Jack. 
But thank you for an excellent question. That is by far the biggest number. It's 295 in the last four years have died, but there are 130, almost 138,000 truck drivers in California. So the rate is in third place, 42.8. Then you got construction workers, taxi drivers. Taxi drivers, unlike uh, truck drivers, get in fatal wrecks and get killed for for money. Do Uber drivers have the same, uh, is it as dangerous as taxi drivers? Because Uber drivers don't carry money. Money all goes through the phones. Does that help? I don't know. It's not on the list. That's a good question. You're not going to get anything out of an Uber driver other than a Prius. Yeah. Yeah. Briefly. Uh, Let's see. Taxi drivers. Welders. Still a fine line of work. Worthy of doing. Grounds maintenance workers and tree trimmers. So you're not a logger. But you cut chunks of trees off. You'd like to be a logger, but you ain't got the stuff. Wow. Wow. Hey, take it easy now. Construction for persons. Who dies dies the least in their job? It's the least dangerous job. Mattress tester. Accountants. No, they don't have the uh, jobs with three or fewer fatalities were excluded. That means rare jobs such as trapeze artists or professional rock climbers are not in the data. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, the, Professional to, rock climber. I guess you're just sponsored by yeah, outdoor. I guess you're so good people, at it. Something. Yeah. Are you ready to rock? Climb. Uh, let's see. Construction four persons, building painters, farm workers, police officers are number 11. 43 deaths on the job in four years. There's roughly 73,000 police uh, peace officers. So the rate's 11.8 per 100,000. And finally, power line slash telecommunications line installers. I would die if I tried to do that. I'm just too absent-minded to do something around high voltage. So I'd think, mm. yeah, let me put down this wrench, and wow, that's a pretty bird. And then I grab the line, I still have the wrench, and Psychronized I'm a smoking hulk. Installing the switch the other day. Oh, no, that was the dryer. Yeah, I was taking apart my dryer. Completely forgot to unplug it. Oof. Before I was disconnecting the cord. And that's just 220, right? Yeah, just yeah. random. I don't even know how I avoided shocking myself. Removing the cord, you know, those screws that attach it to the back of your dryer, yeah. without unplugging it. Wow. wow. I just got lucky. Yeah. But that was purely, I was tired and just wasn't thinking. Sleep-deprived homeowners dismantling dryers, <laughs> not on the list. Accidents are scary, and accidents happen a lot when you're sleeping. Yeah. That, that causes a lot of, whether oh, it's driving yeah. or whatever kind of problem. Yeah, My Probably dog happens. is back to having his intestinal difficulty, so it was up for quite a while last night. That's not what I pictured when I got a dog. God dang it. There are other dogs. You ever considered that or not? Anybody want a crazy, farty dog? <laughs> He's actually completely charming. He is a great dog. But evidently, he just eats S. Yeah, there are other dogs, I know. What am I going to do with this dog? Oh, just throwing it out there. Not advocating it. Uh, what are other headlines there, Marshall? What North Korea wants, we're getting more details on a possible deal and the beginning of a new college trend, the cry closet. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giffy. Could you embarrass yourself any more, college students of today? <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Hey, have you seen the video of the surfer and that giant wave that almost scorched him? That's making the rounds. Maybe I just saw should, a short clip of it. Maybe we should post that at armstrongandgetty.com. It's just an enormous building-sized wave that comes down on him. And he survives, apparently. I like the YouTube video of the day. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, saw it on the Twitter. This big old fat gal finds out they have no Skittles. That'll make you mad. At a convenience store, I, I'm told, according to the people who took the you video. You don't have Skittles? And she just destroys the whole thing, just swipes everything off the shelves, breaks stuff, and causing thousands of dollars worth of damage. And what astounded me is how long it took from for anybody there to confront her. I don't think I would if I worked there. Well, yeah, but our if it, insurance if, is going to cover this. I'm not going to fight my place. I'm jacking her right in the head. I'm not fighting. Allegedly, that, I'm not fighting that big fat crazy woman. Oh wait, she runs out of gas. I only got yeah. like 15 minutes left on my shift. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Come on, I'm a yeah. minimum wage guy there. I don't care, but I mean, my insurance rates will probably go up and everything. No way, that's not happening. And that's I, I kind of hate that about society. I don't want vigilantism. I don't want you know I people do. going crazy, more but. Of it. If somebody's in your place wrecking your stuff, deal with it. How big old gal was she? Big old gal. Likes her Skittles. Oh, my God. Yeah, she. Oh, she yeah. evidently uh, that's the first time she's ever been denied her Skittles. You couldn't get some M&Ms or Rolos or something else that would... <laughs> some nice whorehound. <laughs> Skillets and iced tea. Hey, by the way... The president of South Korea has just come out and said Trump should win the Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts. The president of South Korea has said that. No, Nobel. That's the no crowd bad. chanting in That's Michigan very the other nice. night. Thank you. Crowd chanting <laughs> Nobel, Nobel at Trump the other night. Huh? There's some serious people saying that. Well, he's done more than Barack Obama did to get his at the time. <laughs> yes. One of the which, saddest moments in the history of the Nobel yeah, Prize. which is not Barack Obama's fault. Nope. He didn't ask for it. He was embarrassed <laughs> I'm by sure it. I'm sure he was. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump's new national security advisor, John Bolton, isn't sure if North Korea will negotiate away its nuclear weapons. He was on Face the Nation. Uh, Bolton was asked by the moderator about the New York Times report, North Korea is willing to give up its nuclear weapons in exchange for a formal end to the Korean War and assurances the United States would not invade the North. Here's what Bolton said. The North Korean propaganda playbook is an infinitely rich resource. But it puts a burden on the United States. I don't think it does, really. I think that if you look at the decision to give up nuclear weapons as a real strategic decision that North Korea has to make, what we want to see from them is evidence that it's real and not just rhetoric. And he ate a salmon whole like a good walrus. (laughs) (laughs) How much are people's heads going to pop off if Trump gets the Nobel Peace Prize? Wait a second. I'm sorry. I've got to spend a couple minutes being angry at Sean for going after someone's personal appearance. Right. Right. Because we can't do that. Men or women, right? Are we outraged or are we? You can with men, but you can't with women. All right. Fair enough. Has anybody mentioned her joke about Mitch McConnell's neck? No. 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 Only Sarah Saunders' yeah. eyeshadow, which wasn't a joke about her eyeshadow. It wasn't a joke about her appearance. The joke about Mitch McConnell's neck was specifically about his appearance. That was the supposedly funny part. Nobody cares. So the answer is in. You can make fun of men's appearances, but not women's, which I'm fine with that world, by the way. 
Let's just admit that so there are some differences between men and women and how we approach them. Okie doke. Getting back to North Korea, Kim Jong-un has reportedly pledged he will allow U.S. and South Korean experts and journalists to watch the regime close down its nuclear test site. Now, so getting back to that, (laughs) so is there any way... The Nobel Committee would give Trump the Nobel Prize, even if everybody was saying, well, clearly he's the guy most deserving in the last year. That'll be fun to watch. There's no way they would, is there? I don't know. I think maybe there is. How do you ignore the roar of the crowd? (laughs) (laughs) No, I will give it to him. Is that how they decide? As for North Korea's presumed willingness now to give up its nukes, President Trump told a rally in Michigan. They were saying... What do you think uh, President Trump had to do with it? I'll tell you what. Like, how about everything? <laughs> it's his modesty that attracts me. No, bro, no, bro. What a hilarious! What a hilarious thing to do. He is so many things, Trump at once. He's the only guy who could have gotten us this far with North Korea, and he's just a nut. <laughs> What does Trump have to do with it? How about everything? Come on. <laughs> a little thing called all of it. Yeah, please. They won't give me credit for anything. <laughs> all right, my friends. Students at the University of Utah can now lock themselves in a closet and cry for a while during finals week. The cry closet's a little room in the middle of the library in the Salt Lake City campus. It has a plush floor and stuffed animals inside. A note on the a door. Plush floor. So in this scenario, I'm 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 laying down and crying. Yes. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm lying prone, sobbing. You have the the burdens of the collegiate lifestyle weighing down upon you on a daily basis. You <sighs> cannot stand upright under such rigors. <sighs> a note on the door reads: This space is meant to provide a place for students studying for finals to take a short. Ten minute break. So we gotta, well, we gotta wonder about the uh, the modern college crowd. Uh, is are they um, different than the rest of the population? If 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 they got sent off to World War II, would they just collapse before they even left the country, or would they the burden uh, lift them up somehow? Or I would suggest that yeah, it, well yeah, enough would probably come around, but there would be a lot bigger failure rate or whatever just because of the nature of play. And how that's changed in generations. It was it was rougher, it was tougher, it was more competitive, it was more dangerous than the rest of it. You've talked about the veal cafe playgrounds and, and everything. There's just kids are not used to getting knocked around emotionally or physically. Well, which about, might be uh, g- good in a way. It's certainly a sign of affluence. You get a bunch of kids from, you know, I don't know, Somalia. They don't need to cry if somebody asks them to pass a test. They probably fought off the government troops or the rebels or whatever. So, yeah, which is obviously we don't want. Yeah, I don't want my kids to be as tough as Somalian kids. I don't want my kids to have to endure, you know, the sort of things that happen there. But, yeah, there's there's probably a sweet spot somewhere in between. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, Squawky, what kind of country are we? Are we giving to our children? Uh, you we, can't answer because you're a bird. We got some texts uh, on a number of topics that we discussed, including whether Apu should be on The Simpsons as an Indian character. And a good point made. So if you'd like to text us, 415-295-KFTC, maybe we'll have text fest during the petering out portion of the program. Sounds good. Interactive. That's very hot these days. It is. <laughs>
I like a cry closet at home. I might take one of our closets, move everything out of it, make it my cry closet. What a swear booth. <laughs> I'm booth. That'd be a good idea. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some big news here. Uh, the Senate has confirmed Mike Pompeo to be the new Secretary of State. Pompeo says he's excited, looks forward to working under Trump for the next three to four weeks. And it's just, you get, it's a thrill, it's a thrill. It's pretty cool. Hey, now. So we uh, barely mentioned this last week that they uh, an, uh, a judge ruled that a West Village bar in New York could refuse service to a man because he was wearing a MAGA hat. It's not illegal. I'm not sure how that... So I guess as long as you're not a protected group, if you're exactly. not, you can kick them out for any reason. Yep. I hate you and your kind. You need to be a legally designated group that can't be hated. Otherwise, people can hate you. Well, how, As how, we build our utopia law by law. How is this different from like a nightclub that has just kind of general dress codes of no white t-shirts, no, you know, baseball hats, like it, it aren't. Aren't there kind of dress codes? Because it's things? a specific message. It's a specific political message you're objecting to, not the article of clothing. Unless it's, is it a, I mean, at Pebble Beach, you come off the golf course. You have to take your hat off before you go into the grill. Is it that, or is it, or they just didn't want a MAGA hat? They didn't want a MAGA hat. Right, okay. They didn't want a Trump fan in their bar. Um, so a judge said that's okay. The bar is getting death threats, of course, because yes. that's the way we roll in America. You must threaten death for everything. Sure. Don't just go to a different bar where they do like it. Why would I want to hang out in a bar where everybody hates me? That's most bars for me. Uh, what I would like to do is seek out the owner and throw a beer in his face. How about that instead? Why the death threats, everybody? How about beer in the face threats? Whatever happened to proportion? Whatever happened to the high road? Got yeah, this idea they come up in, with Sweden. Uh, that's a heck of a sentence. <laughs> got this idea they came up with in Sweden where they got this metal thing going down the middle of their highway and it's uh, carrying electricity so your electric vehicles are actually charging as they drive along the highway. What? Yeah. Amazing Sweden. So maybe that'll be coming to America? It's the Swedes, a clever folk, no and what, doubt. And what can you tell me about the one-handed NFL player? Positive, Sean. You're working the draft desk. Yeah. So this was a guy. Uh, he really uh, he made a lot of headlines in college for obvious reasons. But then uh, he was always kind of just thought as an afterthought in terms of an NFL prospect. And then he went to the NFL Combine and just started just destroying people. He he has a, an attachment that he does for the bench press to allow him to kind of steady the bar since he only has the one hand. And I think he did the the most reps by his position, or if not, like one of the top ones, and just really outperformed every expectation what they had. What position of this kid. does he play? He's a linebacker. Okay, okay, so he tackles people, slaps away passes, that sort of thing. Okay, um, uh, he got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, where his brother also plays. So there was already kind of an in. They maybe have a little bit more insight onto his character, but. Uh, from what I've learned about this kid, he he seems like a great guy, and I, I'm rooting for him in every possible yeah. way. This is Does, a fantastic story. Oh, how can story. you root against him? Does he is he allowed to wear a prosthetic? 
Because uh, if he does, and I'm him, I have like a canoe paddle. I just reach him <laughs> and slap passes out of the air that are 15 feet high. Yeah, so I, I'm guessing does he probably not. Or not. No, no. no I, okay. I think it's just uh, just his his non-handed arm uh, while he's gotcha. playing football. Right, right. Uh, Good got for some, him. That's some real courage. Got some texts on the text line, which is the best place for them. 415-295-KFTC. Cry closet. I thought that's what the bathroom stall was for. That's true. And the shower, so nobody knows. Hasn't it traditionally been the thing? You go in the yeah. bathroom and cry? Then you come out and say everything was fine? There's no stuffed animals in the bathroom, and if there were, you shouldn't <laughs> touch them. Ooh, uh, boy. Skittles are used in the drink people make with codeine. It's, she's probably hooked on that, so maybe she twisted off there. Yeah, yeah, that was, I remember that was pointed out after quite some time with the Trayvon Martin thing, that it sounded like he was perhaps concocting purple drank, but of course that's impossible to prove, and there's no death sentence for that, but yeah, that's a common thing. I'm surprised bloggers have such a risky job. No, it was loggers. <laughs> loggers die a lot, not bloggers. You know, I'm sorry, I get slurry sometimes, I blame myself. <laughs> bloggers die at a rate of... 137 per they're hundred crushed by trees a lot? That's incredible. How does that happen? Well, they're so wrapped up in clickety click, 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 they don't see the You'd trees. You'd have to falling. live near a tree and they would have to fall over and it would have to, it just seems so unlike. Well. And then finally, this if you're going to get rid of Apu on The Simpsons because of the stereotype about Indian people. If you're going to take Apu, is another way to put it. How about Cletus the Slack Jawed Yokel? Yes! Yeah, wait a minute. Now you're talking about our people. Seriously. How's that not a similar thing? Well, I I don't think the criticism is against Apu the character. I think it's against Apu the character being voiced by a white guy. Oh, really? I That's think the criticism? so. Yeah. Oh, come on. I think huh. yeah, you're you're having a white person do the white version or the exaggerated stereotype as opposed to just having an actual Indian person do the role. So you got to get a Aziz Ansari to come do it. I guess that's my reading of of the okay. outrage. It wasn't necessarily the character, but it's the fact that Hank Azaria because even he said I would step away from doing the voice of the character if they want to bring someone else in. I don't think they're actually going to pull him off of the show per se. Oh, Mister Simpson, do you think Cletus is an accurate portrayal of rural Americans? Well, some folks will never lose a toe, and then again, some folks will, like Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel. No, I believe it is focal. That's a good rhyme. Final thoughts I thought we were going to chop that thing up, that long one, into a bunch of... I love that one, but I, that, we're, we're I, leaning on it a bit hard. I will pay my own money for a full four-minute song version of that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> More lyrics and that sort of thing. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? All right, parents, if your college-age son or daughter uses a cry closet, change the locks on your door. They're going to try and move back home. They're too soft for the world. Mm. Marshall Phillips, your final thought? Well, i got to tell you, I'm looking forward to going out to the parking lot with Positive Sean. He has finally brought in the Chardonnay I paid him for two weeks ago. You didn't pay me wow. for it. You were going to reimburse not me for the wine Not quite as bad you. as my Weak. taking two years to not build an Ikea table, but still. <laughs> wow. Positive Sean, final thought? Yeah, I agree. The The pageantry of the White House Correspondents Dinner does have to go, but talking about it made me uh, remember the great Obama line. Everybody tells me I need to go have a drink with Mitch McConnell. Why don't you have a drink with Mitch McConnell? <laughs> right. <laughs> Beautiful. Jack, final thought? 
Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if this is a good thing or a bad thing. So my cold peaked over the weekend. I was my sickest on Saturday and Sunday, unable to practically do anything. Mm. If it had happened during the week, I'd have probably missed work, but I only missed my own life. Mm. Is that a better thing or a worse thing? I haven't quite decided. I'm never sure on that yeah. either. Yeah, my final thought is uh, went to a rock and roll show Saturday night and not like a, a bloated $150 ticket baby boomer show, like a working rock and roll band. And whenever my bride and I do that, we look around to figure out if we're the oldest people at the show. The answer this time was quite possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I consider it a badge of courage or or lack of maturity or something. (laughs) I don't know. Sure as hell was fun, though. There you go. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have links under hot links to the stuff we talked about. The big old fat gal destroying the convenience store. You'll see her. Ooh, what a treat. Uh, you can email us or tweet at us or whatever. The best joke ever at the correspondence dinner was when Obama said, you know, sometimes I look in the mirror and I, I think, you know, you're not the young Muslim socialist you once were. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny joke. Yeah. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. We're actually wearing the hat to show people that we equal. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.